What's up, soccer fans? Mike Guyomi in the house. SOP Soccer episode number 219. Yes, 219, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for jumping on and hanging out. We got a lot to talk about tonight. On this episode, we are going to talk about Decision Day, all of the MLS action that we had last week. We're going to look ahead to the playoffs a little bit. I'm not going to give you a full preview there. We're going to have to wait for that. And uh, you know what? And as well, we're going to be talking about the CONCACAF World Cup qualifier games coming up in, uh, what, like five days now? On Friday night, November 12th. It's going to be unbelievably awesome. So thanks for jumping on, guys. We're in the Color Cast Challenge tonight for the regular episodes, the uh, the talk show episodes. So if you're on, on Color Cast Thank you. Smash the hell out of that like button, guys. The more the, the show with the most likes wins a certain prize. The show with the most listen time and the most listens wins as well. So thanks for jumping on, guys. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. We're on ColorCast. We got Jay Jardim, Nikki, Isaiah Paskins, Tennis Jay, Dave Sabinski, and an anonymous listener on ColorCast. Thank you, guys, for jumping on. All right, let's get into the business, shall we? We've got a bunch of games to talk about from MLS last week. A lot of crazy things in Decision Day. My God, if you were not hanging out with me during Decision Day, there's something wrong with you. Because that was a hell of a lot of fun, guys. We had a blast on, especially that Western Conference game. And it was nuts at the end. So, let's get to the games from last week's midweek. We had uh, starting out with Seattle and LA Galaxy. This one was a 1-1 draw. Seattle uh, at home at Lumen Field, LA Galaxy. Pulled out the draw, should have put, pulled out the win, actually. Uh, they, they were the better team in that game, especially in the second half. So I was surprised they didn't really go after it. But uh, you know what? It is what it is. The Galaxy didn't matter. Well, it didn't matter. If they would have won that game, it probably would have made a, a difference for them coming up in the playoffs when we talk about decision day. We got Zachary Harden, Ramon Pablano, DSO, Isaiah Paskins, Badass Kombucha in the house on YouTube. Thanks for jumping on, guys. Glad you're here, and uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Ramon, for your team. I know Isaiah's not sorry uh, with his Rapids beating your LAFC, but, uh, man, glad you're here hanging out, Ramon. Missed you, my man, on decision day. All right, so Seattle with a goal from Rui Diaz, 51st-minute penalty kick. Chicharito scored the 19th minute for the LA Galaxy. Not going to spend too much time on these matchups um, because, you know what, we got the important stuff. We've got the real important stuff, and that is decision day and we've got to get to that here so uh next up we had lafc and vancouver a 1-1 draw between lafc and Va vancouver uh fall with the goal for lafc the home with the goal for vancouver and uh lafc really needed more out of this one so they would have been in a better spot come decision day uh last uh, last weekend or yesterday should i say uh, we also have uh, Elms, Elm Key Barber in the house there on YouTube. Thanks for jumping on. How far do you think RSL will make it in the playoffs? You know what? Uh, I, I think they're. I think they've got a tough spot. They're in a tough spot. They've got a, got a couple tough games there. But you know what? The bottom line is they got in. And we'll be talking more about the playoffs coming up probably next week. We're going to give a quick preview of it tonight, and then we'll be doing more of it next week. So make sure you guys, if you're not subscribed already, hit that subscribe button. Turn that bell on so you don't miss any of our awesome soccer content, whether it's regular podcast episodes or uh, if it's uh, our live stream reactions, picks and predictions, look out for CONCACAF World Cup qualifier picks and predictions coming up, coming your way next, uh, tomorrow actually is when I'll be releasing that. So, turn that down, whatever the hell it is. All right, so 
LAFC and Vancouver. Ramon says Vancouver goalie was the star for them. 11 saves. Crazy. That is uh, unbelievable. LA, LAFC just could not get past Maxime Crepeau in goal for the uh, for the Vancouver Whitecaps. He's a hell of a player, man. Crepeau is a damn good player, and, uh, and, and the Canadians know about that for sure with, uh, with what he can do. All right, so uh, let's see. Moving along to the next game up, Montreal and Houston. 2-0 for Montreal over Houston. A win they had to have and uh, to set up a better chance at Decision Day because uh, they needed it. They needed all the help they could get for Decision Day and still didn't get there. Uh, Montreal with a decent victory doing what they're supposed to do. Houston, big news in that one. They sacked their coach, Tab Ramos, and... Uh, that was the end of uh, that was the end of his tenure as head coach for Houston, as they didn't even wait till after decision day because they didn't play on decision day. Uh, now we've got New York and uh, Red Bulls and Atlanta United a zero zero draw. Um, so nothing to talk about in that matchup. Next up, we got a little bit of a sidetrack to the uh, Canadian Championship, guys. So the uh, Canadian Championship, we had uh, Toronto FC beat Pacific FC. 2-1, to one. so a goal from Josie Altador and Jacob Schaffelberg early in that one, and then a goal by Diaz for Pacific FC at the uh, at the 83rd minute, close to the end of that one. Um, so TFC matches up with Montreal in the Canadian Championship Final. Coming up, there are rumors, I don't know if, there, if, it's, uh, if it's been announced yet on when that final is going to be, but uh, I know it's coming up soon because both TFC and Montreal seasons are over, and uh, they got to get rid of some of their players here coming up and start rebuilding for the offseason. So it's going to be a while. Um, I got uh, We got Badass Kabucha in the house on ColorCast, and Jay Jardine and Allison's in the house there on ColorCast as well. And, uh, man... I got uh, badass kombucha. Are, are, are the kids sleeping, or are they hitting the like button for us? Is 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 Noah and Emma hitting that like button, or are they already asleep? Uh, all right. So next up, we've got Austin and Sporting Kansas City. Ah, they're sleeping. All right, I, I get it. It's late, man. It's late, especially with that time change, right? Uh, so we've got Austin three-one victory over Sporting Kansas City. Kansas City probably would have won the West. If uh, if they had won this game, they should have. They should have, right? Um, and we got Rapid Waters in the house on uh, on YouTube. Love it. Says I ain't going. The Rapids had a play on Thanksgiving. I ain't going. There you go. What a, what a guy, man. What a guy. Gotta love Thanksgiving, right? Gotta love Thanksgiving. Um, all right. So here we uh, and and Jay says uh, called that TFC championship game, man. Knew it was going to be too close. You were spot on, dude. Spot on. Jay was mess. We were messaging on Twitter during that game, and he's like, "Dude, it's gonna be two-one TFC over Pacific." I'm like, oh, "Okay," and he was spot on there, completely spot on. So, well, well done, Jay. You got to start helping me with picks and predictions, my man, because uh, you obviously know what you're talking about. Austin with the victory over SKC. Moving to the next one, Real Salt Lake and Portland. Portland with a three-one victory over RSL. Ruznak with the goal. In the 88th minute from the penalty spot, Blanco, Herrera, and an own goal from Herrera. And Blanco again for Portland. A big victory for the Timbers. They That would lock them down in the four spot in the Western Conference. So they didn't even, decision day didn't even matter for uh, for those guys, right? So um, then we move to decision day. This is what, this was so much fun, guys. It was absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Before we get into those decision day games, 
take a look at our membership options, guys. We have got the membership options on YouTube. We've got the all-star members, the DP level members, and our first team starter guide. Guys, check it out and hit that blue join button next to the subscribe button. $1.99 a month, you're going to get access to our loyalty badges. The longer you stay on, the better badge you get the emojis that are there as well, and then you get your name in the scroll below me on every single uh, every single video that we do. Next up, designated player. All right, we've got all those perks I just talked about, plus your name in the description, and 20% off of SOP Soccer merchandise. That's only $4.99 a month. Then, if you are a big-time sports better, the $9.99 All-Star month is... Oh, $9.99 a month All-Star plan is for you. You're going to get all the perks I just talked about, plus you're getting my exclu exclusive video with over-under picks, prop bet picks as in a player to score, a parlay pick, and BTTS. Absolutely amazing, guys. We hit on 11 of 13 of the prop bets last week for players to score on during decision day. 11 of 13. That is money in the bank, ladies and gentlemen. And you can get in on that. Sign up today as an all-star member. You'll make your money back real quick for sure. Look at that. We're already at 1,000 likes on ColorCast, guys. Appreciate it. Let's just keep it rolling. Stay on that as long as you can, as long as your fingers can handle, because we have got to get it up there as high as possible. All right, so there you go. Elmick Barber says, how can I become a member? All you got to do is click that uh, join button down below by the subscribe button. And uh, if you are on an iPhone, you have to go on a computer and find the uh, find Sons of a Pitch Soccer that way. Sign up on the computer, and then when you log back in on your phone, all the perks will be there for you. All right, so we've got Atlanta and Cincinnati. Atlanta went down early in this matchup. A scary, scary, scary afternoon for Atlanta. Man, I knew a new Wiseman was sitting there like, whoa, what is going on here? Uh, what is wrong with my team? We cannot we cannot get in here. It, so it was like, are they going to lose to Cincinnati seriously on decision day? They can't do that, right? They can't. Well, they didn't. They came back, Zico Bailey with the goal, and uh, in the 21st minute for Cincinnati, Atlanta gets a goal from Miles Robinson in the 70th, and then Joseph Martinez with a Galazzo in the 79th minute. A very, very nice finish for Atlanta to get the victory over Cincinnati, doing what they have to do to move up in the table there. So uh, they did it. They did it. Rapid Waters says, uh, my uncle from Georgia will be happy to hear Atlanta made the playoffs. There you go, man. He's happy about the, the Braves winning the World Series and happy about Atlanta United making the playoffs. Love it. All right, Elmkey Barber says it uh, doesn't show the join option on YouTube. All right, so you got to go on your computer then, and uh, you'll have the join option there when you find Sons of a Pitch Soccer on the computer. Uh, the link is in the description of this video and every video, and uh, it'll be there for you. All right, so next up, let's move to the next Eastern Conference game, Columbus and the Chicago Fire. Columbus with a 2-0 victory. Lucas Zellerayan with the goal in the 31st minute. Miguel Berry in the 58th minute. And... Uh, Columbus saved themselves some embarrassment to the end of the season. They did not make the playoffs as things shook out, but uh, there you go, an MLS Cup champion not making the playoffs once again. That is uh, that is a surprise, ladies and gentlemen, a big surprise. This game against Chicago, Chicago was an absolute train wreck, guys. Chicago was a mess. They uh, they told their players, a lot of their players, that they were not going to be get it, picking up their options at the end of the season 
before the last game of the season. And uh, that meant a lot of players that did not want to play in that game. And they it definitely showed there. Definitely showed. But as Connor says, how you doing, Connor? Jump on ColorCast too, Connor. We need your help with that like button, man. We're in, a, we're in another challenge, my man. And uh, it said, didn't make the playoffs, but at least we ended the season with a W. You got that right, Connor. At least they got the three points at the end of the season. My TFC team couldn't do that. We'll talk about them in a minute. But, uh, yeah, that... Uh, Man, Columbus, very disappointing season, honestly. I mean, that is disappointment. That This team didn't even make the playoffs. Crazy, crazy. Um, Bernardo Labrada in the house. What's up, Bernardo? How are you, man? I'm doing fantastic. I hope you're doing okay as a Galaxy fan. We'll be talking about the Galaxy here in a little bit. But uh, I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. Life is good at my house. And uh, busy, busy day, crazy day, but a very good day as well. Luis Angelo Campo in the house as well. Says, oh, yeah, 5-2 LAFC losing. Can't wait for USA-Mexico. That's going to be a lot of fun. And speaking of USA-Mexico, guys, we will be live for USA-Mexico coming up on Friday night. Make sure you are here and joining us on YouTube and ColorCast for USA and Mexico. World Cup qualifying, it is going to be a lot of fun. USA and Mexico and World Cup qualifying is always awesome. If you're on YouTube, I'll have those awesome TQL Stadium backgrounds going, those videos I took when I was there at the TFC game. Going to be a lot of fun. Make sure you're here for that USA-Mexico game. And we'll also be covering a little bit of the Canada stuff as well because it'll be Canada and uh, and Costa Rica at the same time as USA and Mexico. So I'll have my computer screen on that one and I'll have the TV, the main commentary TV there for USA and Mexico. All right, so let me get rid of that graphic there and transition back. So Columbus, bounce back season next year. Once a crew fan, always a crew fan. You got it, Connor. You got to be, man. You got to stick with your team even through the tough times. I'm sure you will, and I'm sure a lot of crew fans will as well. Next up, Orlando in Montreal. Orlando gets the victory 2-0. 2-0 over Montreal just finishes out their season really rough. These guys have not looked good. I, I kind of I don't know how this uh, this this Canadian Championship team, uh, this Canadian Championship Finals, even going to be watchable. To be honest with you, I don't know how it's going to be watchable because these guys, Montreal and Toronto, are horrid, absolutely horrid right now. Their seasons are done. These guys are going to be checked out. Yeah, they're talking the you know the big game about uh, you know. Talking, oh, we're, we're going to come out and we're excited for this. Well, they've been talking that way all season long, and it's never helped the results. So until they till they show up and put up and back up their talk, you know, we'll, we'll see what uh, what goes with that. But Orlando with the 2-0 victory. Daryl DK again on the score sheet for Orlando. Montreal, a red card to Rudy Camacho in the 79th, really ended their hopes of making the playoffs once that came through. Next up, Nashville and New York Red Bulls. The Red Bulls get the draw on the road. And, uh, wow, Hani Mukhtar scores again for Nashville. Another player that we had picked here through our All-Star picks. I don't know who we is. It's me. I, I always say we. I always say we because I'm so used to doing this with Nick. Uh, but it's me. I made those picks. And, uh, yeah, we picked. I picked. There I go again. I picked Hani Mukhtar to get the goal for Nashville, and he did with the player to score a 1-1 result, good enough for Nashville, keeps them right there at the top of the West, of the Eastern Conference. I say West because they're moving to the Western Conference next year. And uh, then we had, uh, 
We had New York with the draw on the road, a great result for them, which almost during decision day, it had it lined up to be New York City and New York Red Bulls, a New York derby there in the first round of the playoffs, but it ended up not working that way. It changed up a little bit there. Uh, So that result, a good one for both teams involved. Next up, New England and Miami. This game did not matter. This was one of the only games that had zero implications on the playoff status. Uh, We had New England who, uh, you know, they had already wrapped up the Supporter Shield, already wrapped up the East, it's done. And then we had Miami, who had already been eliminated from the the playoffs. So this game didn't matter. Uh, New England still played a lot of their players. And uh, somehow, someway, Blaze Matuidi scores the goal for Miami in the 58th minute to get them the victory and uh, and and at least end their season with a little bit of pride. Although New England, they don't care. They're going into the playoffs. They've got a lot of pride to play for, trying to get that double uh, with winning the Supporters' Shield and possibly to get the MLS Cup. All right, Eastern Conference game. Uh, I believe this is the last Eastern Conference game. No, it is not. So the second to last Eastern Conference game, this is the game that we featured here on... Uh, on Sons of a Pitch Soccer on YouTube, right? We had this one uh, up in the uh, up on the, the main screen TV, even though we had the, the scores and the live standings. I, I thought it was a lot of fun. I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. The numbers didn't really come through that well from a views perspective, but it was a good time. Uh, I had a great time with it. New York City, early red card to Gideon Zalalem. Originally was a yellow, and then they came back after VAR and said, no, no, nope, red. It's a red card. And uh, you know what? It was. It was clearly a red card, and uh, Philadelphia jumped right on it. A few minutes later, five minutes exactly, Casper Shabilko scores for Philly, gives them the one nothing lead, and it looked like it was going to be more because Philly was really, really rolling in this game, really doing well. And, uh, you know, then, uh, then they just kind of, they just kind of fell fell off, and New York, we, when I came back from halftime, I said, guys, uh, somebody asked, what does New York City have to do in this game to get back into it? I said, all they got to do is just act like they're not down a man. Just go after it. That's one of the benefits of having that small field at Yankee Stadium. You can just go after a game even if you're down a man because it's such a small field. So there's not a lot of space to be chasing around. So uh, then the goal by Tati Castellanos. 53rd minute, ties it up for New York City, gets them at least in a spot to hold on to that uh, that fourth, uh, fourth spot in a home game in the Eastern Conference playoffs. That is where they would end up, and uh, they'll be facing Atlanta United in New York City. That's going to be a hell of a matchup, guys. That's going to be an unbelievable matchup. We got Carlington Clark in the house on YouTube, and uh, then the big news out of this one as well, uh, we had... Tati Castellanos, your Golden Boot winner, 2021. As Brother BKL says, says Tati Castellanos, 19 goals. Cannot stop until the top. Congratulations on the Golden Boot since someone who is part of for Golden Boots. Man, this uh, this was awesome. Tati Castellanos wins the Golden Boot Award. We're up to 2.2K likes on ColorCast. Thank you guys for smashing that like button down below. And uh, if you're on YouTube, smash that like button as well. You can only hit it once, at least on ColorCast. You can continue to hit it as much as you want. But, uh, man, uh, Tati Castellanos gets the Golden Boot. Surprising. A low-scoring year for the Golden Boot, but it doesn't matter. The New York City fans are happy about that one. And uh, there you go. You roll into the playoffs with the Golden Boot winner. And uh, you got a home game to boot. Pun intended. Yes. Uh, Next up, we've got 
DC United and my beloved Toronto FC. 3-1 DC United beats down Toronto FC. Richie Larea with the lone goal for TFC. And uh, DC United gets goals from Birnbaum, Kamara from the penalty spot, and Kamara from open play. Kamara really gave a run at Castellanos for the golden boot, but it was not enough. And uh, like DSO says, Castellanos, best striker in the league. Yeah, I mean, you win the golden boot, you're the best striker in the league. Simple as that, right? Simple as that. And, uh, you know, DC United, Ola Kamara gave it a shot, but DC goes out with a win, but they could not get into the playoff picture as they fall just short uh, of that seven spot. And uh, they do get at least get that consolation victory. Toronto FC gets nothing uh, because they've been that damn bad all season long. And let the Bob Bradley rumors begin for Toronto FC. They have already begun. Uh, we've already started to see those rumors start to roll around now that LAFC is eliminated as well. And we'll talk about that in a minute. And, uh, yeah, so uh, Bob Bradley to TFC, I don't know, maybe. Does it happen? I don't know. I think I, I could see it happen for sure, for sure. So TFC, a, a really... Really bad season for TFC. It started bad. It ended bad. And uh, I guess there's a little bit of hope with the Canadian Championship. But again, both of those teams suck. So, I don't know. It is what it is. It is what it is. DC are eliminated since the Red Bulls draw. Yep, you got it, Brother BKL. Since the Red Bulls took the draw at New York City, or at uh, Nashville, that got DC eliminated. And uh, they could not make the playoffs. Got a hand to D.C. They did better than we all thought this year. Absolutely, Rapid Waters, they did. Much, much better than we thought they would. Because, yeah, it was. Uh, it, we expected them to be pretty ugly this season. And then they started out pretty ugly as well. And then they to, to, to be there at the last day of the season season on decision day, that, uh, you know, that's, that's pretty good. They do have a good future ahead of them, man. They do. They do. All right, so uh, then you got, yeah, man, the, the rumors are flying around TFC, coaches, players, who knows? You got it, Jay, you got it. Let let the silly season start, man. Let the silly season start, dude. <laughs> Bernardo Labrada says, uh, I can't wait for the USA-Mexico because me and my uncle are going to see it in the TV and do a Zoom meeting because he lives in Lancaster. Awesome. That is fantastic, Bernardo. That is really cool. Hope you have fun, man. That's really good. Really good. That Yankee Stadium trip did not do D.C. well. No, it did not when uh, when New York City scored a touchdown against them. That did not help the confidence there for D.C. United. Um, all right, so we're going to take a short ad, uh, commercial sponsor break here on YouTube. I'm going to put up the BetUS promo. And on the podcast side, our sponsorship ad break. And then uh, the Chicago Fire update as well. And on ColorCast, just hang tight. It's going to be silent for a minute. And then we'll be back for the Western Conference uh Discussion on Decision Day and CONCACAF World Cup qualifiers coming up. So hang tight, guys. We'll be right back. Smash that like button on ColorCast. This episode of Sons of a Pitch, an American soccer podcast, brought to you by Nice Premium Iceland Pure Spring Water. Also by Donovan Food Brokerage, a sales and marketing firm focused on food service sales in the Midwest. And lastly, by Skira. Icelandic spring water available at your local 7-Eleven. And now it's time for our weekly Chicago Fire Update, brought to you by John Donovan. Take it away, John. Mike, John Donovan here, reporting on the last Fire soccer game, Mike. I really, in one way, I feel very sad. I really like doing this. The other way, I'm sort of glad it's over with. It has progressively gotten a lot worse, Mike. Today's game 
Um, they couldn't even perform a substitution at the end of the game. It, it really got bad. Uh, Klopas looked confused. The players um, obviously did not want to be playing. It, uh, it was really a shaky game to watch. What happened this week, Mike, I mean, I just don't understand the psychic of George Heinz. He went out, now these guys are under contract through 34 games, and trying to be a nice guy, he went out, uh, apparently there's seven to nine starters that are not coming back next year. So rather than wait, you know, a couple of days, like traditionally uh, soccer teams do, he decided to cut them now or inform them that their contracts were not going to be renewed. And um, the list goes, I think I have the list, but it's it's kind of rumors, but it's um, um, Alceda, um, Barrick, Luca, Medran, Calvo. Um, I said Medran. It could be Jimenez. Not sure of that. He wasn't there today. His baby was at, uh, his wife was having a baby and, and maybe a couple of others. Ivanovich, they're not very happy with. He is slow. Um, today, Alceda had one of the absolute worst games um, that I've seen in the MLS. He just is not up to this level. And it was interesting. You know, the Fire have very good commentators. Very, Tony Mayola knows the sport. Very calm. And he, he had a very profound statement at the end of the game. He said, you know, the Fire, it just seems to him like the Fire have players that don't belong in the league. That probably the scouting that was done, the scouts weren't aware of the quality of this league. You could tell, I mean, um, Chino Offer over in the Nigerian league was a big dude. He I mean he was powerful and could control games. Here in the MLS, it's a totally different story. He could not control the game. So, you know, the game went on. Um, Zaltan scored a beautiful ball. He dribbled inside and outside Tehran, and um, he scored. Tehran seemed to be annoyed that he had to play. Now, he's only played 13 games this season. He's been just a constant uh, battle wagon. I mean, he, he gets hurt very, very easily. Bornstein had to had to save him quite a few times. But um, he did not have a good game. They they experimented a little, and, and it does look like it has some promise for next year. Brian Gutierrez has not played in his position at all. He's grown up as a center midfielder. And Wiki and uh, old Frankie decided he was a left wing. And that, that the whole projection of that is different. I mean, I don't know why you try to make a catcher into a pitcher. It just, it doesn't work. And then finally, the last half, they put Gutierrez back in the midfield. And he had he had a good game. He, he put a bomber off the post. Um, and he seemed more comfortable in there. He was, um, he was trying to hit the... They really non-existent offensive line. They just weren't moving. It. Um, they had a scene towards the end of the game where a player went down, had a shot, and scored. But Pineda, sorry, Navarro kicked it out quick enough that it didn't look like the score. Um, and then after that, there was some rough stuff. Navarro seems to be a potential red card guy. But um, I think he has improved. At the beginning of the season, I didn't think he was there. But he has improved a little bit. I'm pretty sure he'll be back. But um, the game and Klopas 
And then at the end of the game, he tried to put in, you know, I mean, all season long, these guys have been failing and he has not used many of his homegrown players at all. And he gives them four or five minutes at the end of the season. What is that? I think, I think I would have rather not played and, and started again next year. Cause I would say today's game was a real fiasco. Um, there wasn't much offense. There wasn't much defense. Um, it just, it just, it, it has to come down. And this is a tough one to say as one of the worst fire teams that, uh, that ever was put on the field. And George Heinz, without any doubt is responsible for this squad, whether he had time to come in or out, he had a second year to kind of rebuild the team, uh, around his strengths. And what does he do? He traded DeJordi Mahalovic and CJ Japong to Nashville and Montreal, and they both steamed, almost steamrolled their teams. Well, in Jordy's case, he came up a game short, but he had a wonderful season. I think 14 assists, seven goals. I mean, the guy had a great season, and he couldn't play center mid with, uh, with the fire. He kept sticking him all over the place. So hopefully Mansueto gets a message and gets rid of Heinz. Um, I'd like to see Ante Rossoff come in. I think number one for the fans. And I, I'd like to see a philosophy around the fire that they bring in American and Mexican players because the, the Mexicans will fill the field and the Americans are good players. I mean, you look at uh, uh, the New York, the New England Revolution. He doesn't hesitate to use American players. He's an old Princeton coach. Uh, he knows the quality of the American athlete where Wiki and Heinz just shy away from it. And then they have a trouble um, scouting these players in these other countries. They think, oh, he'll do well in the MLS. Well, he did really bad. So, you know, what's going to happen next year? If we come back with Heinz, no matter which coach we got, I don't trust his um, his scouting. Right now, I, he's got a lot of go, way to go before anybody's going to trust this guy. So, you know, I, it would be lovely in my life to have the Fire win a championship. I'm 73. I really would love to see them go ahead and and blast away, but I'm not. I'm not holding my breath, guys. So I'll be back from time to time. I uh, really have enjoyed working with Mike. Um, I'm going to have a lot to say about their lineups and how they rebuild their lineups. I will do the research on these new players that they they're going to have to be signing and uh the cuts and all the rest so from time to time i'll be back in mike you're doing a great job love listening to your show and thank you very much for anyone that listened to me bye thanks for that chicago fire update john we'll talk to you next week a great question here from rapid waters is bob going to tfc does that mean bob bradley or does that mean michael bradley and altador stay another um uh, to be honest with you, I think Michael Bradley goes in as an assistant coach with Bob. If Bob does go to L, uh, go from LAFC to Toronto FC, I see uh, Michael Bradley retiring and becoming an assistant coach and uh, and and doing it up like that. Uh, then Altidore, he's gone. He better be gone. Period. Hey, girly. Love you too. Good night. All right. So great question there. We also got Salvador Chavez in the house. What's up, Salvador? How are you, man? Good to see you. How you doing tonight? How you doing? All right, so let's get to the Western Conference games. First up, Colorado and LAFC. Man, oh man, oh man, what a blowout. Colorado, uh, this guy named Rapid Waters. Uh, God, 
he uh, he's been talking about the Rapids for a long time. Been talking about the Rapids for a long time. He's been telling me through DM, through the chat here, says, oh, we're, we're going to be the top in the West. We're going to win the West this season. The, look out for the Rapids. They're awesome. Well, there you go. You did done told everybody, Rapid Waters. Absolutely, man. We are the best in the West. Five to two victory over LAFC due to the other uh, due to the other uh, the other results in the Western Conference. LAF or Colorado wins the Western Conference and uh, they get the bye in the first round. Uh, Robin Fraser, no doubt, your uh, your coach of the year in MLS has to be has to be coach of the year in MLS. Sorry to all the, the Sounders fans with uh, with Brian Schmetzer and uh, you know some of the other guys that are nominated. Um, this is, uh, it has to be, it has to be Robin Fraser. Uh, unbelievable, absolutely unbelievable. Also, guys, if uh, if you were not with us during our Western Conference Live uh, and you're watching on YouTube, here is Mr. Rapid Waters himself, Isaiah Paskins at the game, repping that amazing Sons of a Pitch Soccer Central shirt. And uh, there you go. You just got to wear SOP to the stadium and your team's going to win the conference. That's how we do around here. Sorry, Jay, it didn't really work out well for you. Uh, sorry, DSO, it didn't really work out well for you. Uh, sorry, Brian W., it didn't really work out for you. But, yeah, either way. For for this time, we're gonna go with that. We're just gonna go with it, and uh, and 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 we're just gonna ride with that. So uh, I say, appreciate you repping sons of a pitch at the stadium, my man. And uh, guys, go check out Rapid Waters. You gotta go check out his site. Uh, he's got his YouTube channel. Awesome stuff about the Rapids. You want to hear about the Rapids? You gotta check out Rapid Waters. So there you go. Thank you, uh, thank you, Isaiah, for wearing that, and uh, and great job. By your Colorado Rapids, man. Great, great job. And there you go. DSO says, you wear, you wear the SOP shirt, you win. I got a birthday W. There you go. There you go. And uh, so there. There you go. Love it. Absolutely love to see it, guys. Love to see it. Here we go. Move. We got to move on because this uh, this was just a beatdown. I mean, Colorado, they look damn good. And they are surprised. They're going to surprise some people in these playoffs, too. Uh, they've been surprising people all season. They've surprised uh, most of us. Not not Rapid Waters. They're not Isaiah. But uh, they've been surprising a lot of us, and they are going to do really well uh, in the playoffs coming up here. All right, next up, we've got RSL in Kansas City at Mrs. SOP over on ColorCast. Says my finger has a cramp. Guys, if you haven't jumped on to ColorCast yet, jump on over there. The link is in the description. Get on over there if you've got an iPhone and uh, hit that like button during our regular episode over there as we're in another competition trying to win some more money from ColorCast. Um and DSO says, I really had Colorado ninth. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of people had Colorado to be at the bottom of the playoffs or out. Um, so there you go. There you go. Here is uh, Kansas City and Salt Lake. Kansas City had a chance to win uh, the Western Conference going into it, and they couldn't get it done at home against RSL, and they gave up a late, late goal to Demir Krylak. Who else? I've told you guys a million times. Demir Krylak, all that man seems to do is score goals for RSL, and he did just that, scoring a huge goal to move RSL into the number seven spot in the playoffs. RSL made the playoffs with that last-minute goal. LA Galaxy, we'll talk about that game. We were live for that one, and we saw it as RSL came in to, uh, to score that goal. We, we all knew that uh, we all knew that if RSL scored, LA Galaxy would be out, and that's exactly what happened when Demir Krylak scored at the last minute. Uh, 
So then uh, Zachary Harden, resident SKC fans, I'll say this, the fact that we let some missed calls ruin our chances is pure capitulation on our part. We really didn't test Ochoa after the 15th minute. Not a good result. Not a good result for uh, Sporting Kansas City. And, God, I, I, I'm not expecting much out of SKC. Uh, Zachary, they're just too inconsistent. They're just too inconsistent, whether they're at home, whether they're on the road. And they are a much better team at home than they are on the road. But still, here it is. I mean, they've had some results at home that you even go scratching your head a little bit. Like, what happened to this team? Why, why did they not pull off that victory? So, We'll see, but RSL, good for them to get into the playoffs. Can they make a run? I mean, they've got a tough first matchup coming up against uh, the number two seed in, uh, in Seattle. Can they get can they get a victory there? I, I don't know. I mean, we, we, could see, uh, we could see it happen. So uh, then Rapid Waters, in full of his prognostications, says SKC getting upset by Vancouver. You heard it here first. There you go. You, uh, you beat me to the punch. There, Rapid Waters, before I get my playoff picks out there. Uh, and speaking of playoff picks, we've got a league now in the Bracket Challenge. I started the league up just a few minutes ago, and uh, the link is, I believe, in the description. If not, I'm going to put it out in the chat here once we start talking about it later on after all these games. So make sure you join our league in that Bracket Challenge, and uh, we'll, we got to figure out the prize for that one, and uh, we'll, we'll go with that. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's my pick as well, just looking at it right now where it is. I see Vancouver beating SKC just because how how inconsistent this SKC team has been over the past uh, past probably month and a half, two months, I would say. And there, Zachary says, uh, "Rapid, we lost to them two to one on the road a few weeks ago, so I don't doubt it." There you go. There you go. I get it. I get it. And uh, DSO says, send me the link on Twitter. Yes, sir. I will send you guys the link uh, afterwards once this uh, once this show is done. And uh, all right, we're up to 3.1K likes on the uh, on the ColorCast stream. Love it, guys. Keep it going. Fingers are getting tired over there. Everybody's whining, wanting the ambulance. And uh, look, oh, wait, that's just Allison. Okay, got it. Um, and Jay there, too. Jay's got a finger cramp as well, looks like. So, uh all right, RSL, big victory to move into a playoff spot, the number seven seed, and uh, there you go. And Rapid Water says, yeah, I'll take it to Twitter DM too. You got it, sir. You got it. And uh, DSO says, as Danny T Radio said, SKC is the Green Bay Packers of MLS. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that for sure. That That is actually a good analogy for them. Very good analogy for them. All right, the game that we were live for as our feature game here is the, uh, is the LA Galaxy and Minnesota. Uh, you know, and a 3-3 draw. A very exciting game, actually. I mean, it was Minnesota took the lead in the 22nd minute through Hanu, then uh, went up 2-0 with Lode scoring in the 34th. And then uh, we had LA Galaxy come back. They scored a couple goals right uh, right there before halftime and then right after halftime. And then there was a Julian Araujo own goal. And let me tell you something. Uh, Julian Araujo, that was one of the worst games I've ever seen this man play. Uh, it was a horrible game for Julian Araujo. And uh, Minnesota gets three goals, gets the draw. That's enough to get them into the playoffs. But the Galaxy could not let RSL score, and RSL did. So the Galaxy are out. Their season is done. Done and done and done. Galaxy, I'm disappointed in the Galaxy. They really had that, that last week. They had a great opportunity. They should have beat Seattle. They should have came out harder in that second half. And then they should have, uh, 
they should have been able to beat Minnesota at home. They should have been able to hold on and uh, and get that victory against Minnesota, but they didn't. And now they have nobody to thank but themselves. I know uh, we got uh, some people saying, you know, Devon Dejan Javelicic should have been in. I agree. I think he should have put him in towards the end of the game, and he didn't. Um, Rapid Water says, Galaxy let me down. Yep, there you go. Brother BKL says, LA Galaxy needs one goal until RSL made stoppage time goal victory, so now LA teams are eliminated. Yes, both LA teams are out of the playoffs. It was actually funny. All of the California teams and all of the Texas teams were eliminated and did not make the playoffs in the Western Conference. So um, your LA Galaxy, uh, you've got, yeah, no Florida as well, right? Zachary just let us know there, no Florida as well. Um, well, no, didn't uh, Orlando made the playoffs. Orlando made the playoffs, Zachary. Orlando's in. Didn't they? I thought they did. Yeah, Orlando's in the playoffs. This is the sixth spot. So there you go. But yeah, the Cal the Cali teams and the Texas teams couldn't uh, couldn't get it done. Um, so next up, we've got Portland and Austin. Portland with a three nothing victory. This game actually didn't matter either. Um, so this one, Portland gets the three nothing victory. Easy win for them over Austin. And uh, I mean. They already had the uh, they already had the, the four spot wrapped up, so it didn't even matter. Didn't even matter. Um, so, you know what? It is what it is. Portland they they can make some noise in the playoffs as well. Austin a rough expansion season, but you know what? They, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. And uh, there you go. Oops, my apologies. No worries, Zachary. No worries, man. And uh, yeah, I mean this uh, the mo the two most overrated states didn't make it to the playoffs. Says DSO. There you go. That's one way to look at it, right? That's one way to look at it. Tio Luis in the house. What's up, Tio? How are you, man? Good to see you, my man. And uh, God, the fire, dude. What a what a mess, man. What a mess, Tio. Oh, God. Hopefully next season's a better year for Chicago Fire, man. Totally, totally. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. All right, so Portland and Austin, 3-0 victory for Portland there. Next up, San Jose and Dallas. This one didn't matter either because both teams had been eliminated. Uh, but San Jose... Gets the uh, the draw 1-1 with Dallas O'Brien and Wondolowski with the goals. The legend, Wondolowski, in his final game. Well, at least it should be his final game. We don't know for a fact if it's uh, if it's his final game, but uh, I'm thinking I'm thinking it is. He already he said he was going to retire at the end of the season last season, and he came back. I think he's done now. I think he's done. And what a way to go out by scoring a goal. And uh, there you go. There you go. San Jose ends their season with the draw at home against Dallas, but Wondolowski with the goal makes it uh, makes it that much sweeter for uh, for that. So, uh, all right, we got Mike Jall in the house. What's up, Mike? And uh, then we got a question here. Uh, Ramon goes, don't know who to go for in a playoff since the Cali teams are out, and I hate all the other teams. <laughs> there you go, Ramon. Root for, uh, you know what? Uh, root for, God, I don't know. Hell, Colorado, because they're kind of the, the underdog story, right? I mean, they, they kind of got that, that. There you go. And what Jay says right there says, uh, go for the Rapids. There you go. Love it. <laughs> Great conversation over there on the ColorCast app, too, guys. Love it. Love it. Uh, all right. So then we got uh, DSO says, no, Wando retired. He said it to the fans after the game. All right, so there you go. So it's it's official. He said it. It's uh, it's done. So so there you go. Um, all right. Next up, we've got 
The last game, Vancouver and Seattle. Seattle gets ahead by a Freddie Montero eighth-minute penalty kick. And uh, then, uh, oh, there you go. Ramon says, after 5-2, no. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, they kind of they, they did kind of beat you down there, Ramon. I, I, I get it. All right, all right. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Uh, Seattle-Vancouver, great game. Galled with the goal for Vancouver. Montero, as I just said, the penalty kick uh, got the victory or the, uh, the first goal for Seattle to, to give them the one nothing lead, and then uh, then it was all uh, then it was all just uh, a bunch of smacking each other around in the Cascadia Cup. One uh, one means Seattle does not win the Western Conference. That way, it went to uh, to Colorado with the victory there, and uh, Seattle. They just get ready for the playoffs. I think Brian Schmetzer, I don't think he really cared. He left a couple guys home, didn't make the trip up to Vancouver because he's like, you know what, we've got bigger things to do, uh, and that's win in the playoffs. So uh, we'll see what uh, you know. We'll see what happens come playoff time with the Sounders. I think the Sounders are going to make a run. They always seem to do so, and uh, I, I expect them to do just that. So Brother BKL says... Uh, Brian White can't stop until victory, so sorry, Mike. There you go. Ra Sounders floundered. I called it. Uh, yeah, you, you did, man. You did. You're, you're on top of these calling things, man. Zachary says, yes, Wando is a, a class player. Saw him in KC a few years ago. I hope retirement serves him well. I agree. He deserves it, man. A great career in MLS and uh, all-time leading goal scorer, man. All-time leading goal scorer in MLS. Who knows how long for? We don't know, but... Uh, a great career from Chris Wondolowski for sure. So Seattle and Vancouver 1-1. Vancouver, the only Canadian team to make uh, to make the playoffs this year. And uh, Vancouver's looked looked decent ever since they let go of Mark DeSantos when he lost that Canadian championship game to Pacific. Um, so Vancouver looking good. As uh, we've said, they might make a run. They might beat uh, SKC in the first round. I could see it happening. And... Uh, it's going to be a fun one. It's going to be a fun playoffs, guys. A very fun playoffs. Here is a look at the standings, as the the final standings, at least, for uh, for the season. The Eastern Conference, your number one seed, New England Revolution. Philadelphia comes in second. Nashville in third. New York City in fourth, that last home game spot. Then you've got Atlanta, Orlando, and New York Red Bulls with D.C. on the outside looking in. Same with Columbus, Montreal, Miami, Chicago, Toronto, and Cincinnati. Uh, DSO says the playoff schedule is out, Mike. It is. I just saw it right right as I was looking at some of these uh, at some of these here. Well, I think I got I think I got it up here in the uh, top of my. Uh, I got the playoff bracket up. Okay, uh, Western Conference, Colorado Rapids, number one seed in the West, and you got Seattle, SKC, and Portland. The three getting the home games, and uh, then you've got. Minnesota, Vancouver, and Salt Lake with LA, LAFC, San Jose, Dallas, Austin, and Houston all out of the playoffs. So your three California teams and three Texas teams kaput, out, not happening. Um, so let's take a look at uh, at the bracket here. Uh, we've got uh, got the schedule here. No, that's the odds. Where the hell did it go? I just saw it. I just saw it. Help me out here. Schedule. There we go. So we have a little bit of a break here in uh, in the action because uh, we've got the CONCACAF World Cup qualifiers coming up. We're going to talk a little bit about those, maybe for about five, seven minutes or so coming up here. And then... Uh, 
we've got uh, we've got the the playoffs starting right after those games. So the playoffs start on November twentieth. As you guys can see, the matchups here: Philly and New York Red Bulls. It seems like every single year these teams are in the playoffs against each other um, in the first round. That always seems to be the case, and uh, it is again this time in Philly. I believe last time it was actually in Philly as well. Then you've got Kansas City and Vancouver from Children's Mercy Park on the 20th as well at 4 p.m. Then you've got on the 21st, you've got New York City and Atlanta, Portland and Minnesota. Then on the 23rd, you've got Nashville and Orlando. So uh, those are your first round matchups. Then you have Colorado and New England waiting. Just sitting there waiting for those teams, whoever's going to get into those spots after uh, through the bracket there and uh, Colorado and New England winning the winning their conferences and getting that first round bye uh, for the uh, for the playoffs. So that's the playoff schedule. Again, we've got the bracket, uh, you know, the, the bracket league started up, guys. So make sure you guys check out our bracket. Uh, I'm going to put the link in the uh, in the chat right now. And uh, then we've got. Uh, where is it? Where is it? How do I get my, uh, there you go, invites. Perfect. Copy link. Going to put the link in the chat on YouTube right now. I'll send out my DMs as well, guys. Go join up and uh, make your picks. Make your picks. I'm going to pin it to the top, and uh, that way uh, you guys make your picks and uh, jump in. We're going to have a prize. We'll, we'll figure out what that prize is going to be. Uh, we, we've been doing it every single year since we started this show, and uh, we've had great, great fun with those playoff bracket challenge. And uh, I'll tell you, man, we uh, we just had a blast last season and the season before that uh, with with our winners and it coming down right to the end at uh, at the end of the the uh, MLS Cup final. It is a great great time, guys. So make sure you get your picks in. I'll probably do my picks next Monday on our regular podcast episode. I will probably walk you through my entire bracket in a preview of the playoffs here in the regular season, uh, the regular episode. 220. 220 next Monday night. Uh, it'll be a late one, though, next next, next week because I do have a township meeting. So uh, we will be getting on. We'll start it probably around 9 p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time, 10 Eastern. But, again, we'll be on ColorCast. We'll also be on uh, YouTube as well and Facebook. So let's talk a little bit about the CONCACAF World Cup qualifiers coming up. We've got Match Day 7 and Match Day 8. Coming up here over the November 12th and November 16th, a lot of good games to talk about. As far as the live stream schedule for Sons of a Pitch Soccer, I will be uh, I will be doing the USA-Mexico game on Friday the 12th. It is the same time as the, uh, the, the Canada and uh, Costa Rica game. So I'm going to have both games on at the same time. I'll be doing my main commentary from the USA game, and I'll also have the Canada game on. We'll talk a little bit about that as well, but it's going to be a good time. Make sure you're here at 8-10 uh, for that awesome game between USA and Mexico. When these two teams meet up, my God, it's always awesome. It's always awesome. Then we've got uh, November 16th. We're going to be live for Jamaica and USA, uh, as well as Canada and Mexico. So we'll be doing... Uh, We'll be doing that. It's going to be a very, very fun time. And uh, then we've got, uh, of course, the picks and predictions. Um, and that's a great question there from Brother BKL. He says, uh, "Hey, when's uh, you know when is when's your your video coming out for uh, picks and predictions?" Well, Brother BKL, it is going to be coming out tomorrow, most likely. Uh, I'll probably be recording it this evening, and then uh, we'll be uh, 
We'll be doing that one probably tomorrow afternoon would be my guess that it'll get released, but uh, it's going to be a lot of fun there. Match day seven, picks and predictions, USA and Mexico, guys. I'm telling you, that's going to be a hell of a game, an unbelievable game. It always is when... Uh, when those two teams meet up, especially when it is competitive, there's no such thing as a friendly between those two squads. It's going to be a great, great matchup. I can't wait. I can't wait. Some of the other matchups, Honduras and Panama, that's going to be a good game as well. Canada, Costa Rica, um, don't sleep on Costa Rica. This is still a very good team. Uh, and then you've got El Salvador and Jamaica. That's a big matchup as well. So a lot of good games coming up in match day seven. Then, of course, on the 16th, uh, we've got Jamaica and USA. That's going to be a great game at the National Stadium there in Jamaica. And uh, then you've got Canada-Mexico. That one's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait. Allison will probably be on the live for that one because, you know, she's all about Mexico. And, uh, you know, that should be interesting. Rapid Water says Pepe will score. I agree. I think Pepe's going to get a goal for the United States against Mexico. The man's on fire. He's been playing great. He has kind of cooled down a little bit in MLS play, but uh, I expect him to uh, to really tear it up come uh, come the uh, come the World Cup qualifiers against Mexico when he could have he could have went to Mexico, right? So it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Also, um, we've got uh, Brother BKL says, "What's your starting eleven for the United States?" So I haven't put down my uh, my list yet. For uh, who I think should start, uh, I will probably, uh, you know, I'll probably put that out there, uh, you know, maybe maybe I'll put it out this week, uh, but I haven't put my 11 together yet for who I would like to see. I would like to see Pepe up top. Uh, I would like to see McKinney, um, you know, being in there. I want to see, uh, I want to see those, uh, those guys, um, you know, the, the big name guys. I want to see Aronson in the midfield. He's been doing big things over in Germany or uh, with, uh, with in Austria. And, uh, you know, I, I think there's a lot of talent on that squad. Gio Reyna might be back. Uh, there's talk about him being back for it. It's going to be uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun, and it's going to be a hell of a game against Mexico. Ramon says, I'll be with you guys for USA-Mexico. Love it. Love it, Ramon. Can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. Robert King says, bless up. Robert King, how are you, my man? Good to see you. Big game for Jamaica coming up. El Salvador and Jamaica. I believe you're you're a uh, you're a, a Jamaica fan, right? If if I can remember correctly. And uh, then Jamaica against USA in match day eight. Going to be a hell of a game. Hell of a game. All right, we just hit 4K likes on uh, on Colorcast, guys. Thank you for smashing that like button, ladies and gentlemen, and listening to me yak here for this long. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. A lot of fun. I appreciate your help here in trying to win that uh, win that that regular uh, week, weekly talk show contest there. Um, Rabbit Water says, Aronson shouldn't be in the midfield too small. He should start on the wing. Yeah, I mean, I could see him, you know, in, in, in the wing spot or even in, I could even see him running the 10 spot. You say he's too small, but I, I don't know, man. He's he's good. He's played well for the U.S. in uh, in those games that, he is, uh, that he's been in the midfield. So I'll take it. I'll take it. Right now, I'll take it. Uh, and then uh, either Rayner or Musa should be the other dual eight. Yeah, I, I like Ray, I like Rain on the wing a little bit, honestly. I, I like him on the wing better than when he's central, um, and and I like Aronson better central than I do when he's on the wing. So uh, that's just my opinion, but who knows? We'll see. We'll see. Um, and Yunus Musa, I hope he gets into the game for the United States. Uh, he didn't really feature much in the last few games, and yeah, I, I'd really like to see uh, more of Yunus Musa. He's been playing well over in La Liga, so hopefully he'll get uh, do do really well 
for the United States uh, coming up in this next window. But th- this is a big window for the United States, right? They've got Jamaica and Mexico in this two this two match window. Um, they've got an opportunity to go top of the table, top of the ocho, the octo, whatever you want to want to call it. Uh, if they beat Mexico, and then I, I'm telling you, look out for Canada against Mexico in, in match day eight. Uh, everybody, you know, is going to probably pick Mexico. Uh, not so fast, guys. Canada, Canada looks good. I am actually a little bit concerned about Canada against Costa Rica. I'm actually more concerned about Canada, Costa Rica than I am Canada and Mexico. I think uh, I think Canada may come out and not look great against Costa Rica because they kind of have this mindset now that they're going to be better than Costa Rica, especially at home in Edmonton. Um, but then I'm like. Canada and Mexico, they're they're really that that is the focus of this window. I mean, this is all about Alfonso Davies coming home to uh, Commonwealth uh, Commonwealth Stadium and uh, playing in Edmonton. And uh, you know, it was actually great. It was on a press conference with uh, with Alfonso Davies the other day, and uh, that was probably one of the coolest things I've ever done because it was literally a forty five minute Q and A session with Alfonso Davies, one of the best players in the world, and it was like. It was literally like just chatting. The first few questions were from the serious, you know, the serious reporters, and then it was just a bunch of people from Edmonton, and they were. He was laughing and chatting. They were talking about meeting Drake and talking about when he's playing Messi and all this kind of stuff. And it was absolutely amazing to uh, to be a part of that press conference. And uh, you know, I'm fired up about this window for Canada, but I'm nervous about that Costa Rica game. Nervous about Costa Rica. Now, Robert King says gives the Jamaica flag there. Hey, Jamaica. They've got uh, they've got a tough matchup at El Salvador. We're really going to find out if Jamaica is going to make the hex or make the uh, win win a place into the World Cup and qualify. I think this is a make it or break it window for Jamaica right now. I mean, Jamaica, if they lose to the United States and say even get a draw on the road, that puts them in a pretty tough spot over halfway through. Um, you know, Jamaica currently sitting in sixth right now in the Ocho with five points. If they're at six at the end of this uh, this two two matches, that's going to be trouble for Jamaica to be able to try and crawl out of that hole. Uh, so we'll see how it, but uh, we'll see how it goes. But uh, then with Canada, Mexico, and United States, yeah, Mexico could lose. Mexico could lose these two games this window. I can see it, man. The United States, if they come out, the United States doesn't play well because they have these big heads because they're these young kids and they don't have that mental toughness. But for some reason, that goes completely out the window when they play Mexico. It doesn't exist when they play Mexico. Um, when they're playing Jamaica, when they're playing El Salvador, when they're playing Honduras, Canada, they don't think that way. But when they're facing, uh, when they're facing Mexico... It's fine. So we'll see. I can see him beating. Uh, I can see Mexico losing both games and, and a tough trip for uh, for Mexico, right? You got to go to the United States and Canada. A tough trip for Mexico. But again, with them being at the top of the standings by three points, they've got a little bit of room to breathe. They do have a little bit of room to breathe. Uh, Drake would be the only reason Canada lose this window. He makes every team lose when he wears their jersey, except for the Raptors, because that's the home team. <laughs> There you go. There you go. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Uh, I, I'm expecting big things out of Canada for sure. Uh, <laughs> so, all right, guys, that pretty much wraps it up for this episode. We're at about 53 minutes. Uh, we've got some just some crazy action coming up, guys. Crazy action. Again, look out for my CONCACAF Match Day 7 betting picks and prediction show uh, that I'll be launching tomorrow. 
and uh, it's going to be, uh, you know, letting you know what the odds are, letting you know who my picks are, and uh, get in on it. All-Star members, I'll be sending you my uh, your exclusive video with my over-under picks, my prop bet as a player to score, and uh, as well, my uh, BTTS and parlay picks for the CONCACAF Match Day 7. I'll be sending that out to you guys as well tomorrow. And uh, let's get after it, guys. Let's get after it. Uh, we've got a lot of good soccer to watch. we got USA-Mexico coming up on the 12th. And uh, we've got a lot of content coming your way, guys. So thank you for watching. Make sure you guys hit that like button down below. Thank you for listening on ColorCast, guys. I really, truly appreciate the amazing support that you guys have shown me on ColorCast. We completely dominated that World Series uh, challenge. And we're going to dominate this challenge for the regular weekly podcast episodes on ColorCast. We already have 4.2K likes and counting. We've had at least five or six listening the entire time through. We had 11 or 12 in the beginning. We rock, and you guys rock. The support you guys show is absolutely fantastic. Don't forget to get in on our uh, our bracket challenge, and uh, I'll be putting that link out on the... Uh, I'll comment on the... Uh, on this video, once it goes through, I'll put the comment there for the uh, bracket challenge in that first comment and pin it. And we'll see you guys real soon with that video. And then we'll see you on Friday night for United States and Mexico. Everybody have a great night. Mike Jolly, yeah, 500 a game, LOL. There you go, man. Sounds good. I wouldn't touch CONCACAF with 500 a game with a, with a pole, man. No way. Not happening. But uh, all right, guys. Have fun. We'll talk to you guys later. Good night.